Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Give us a few clues and we'll try to guess your heritage. 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Todd. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, fellas. How are you? Hola. Okay, I will start with this heritage. I will start with the birthplace of one of the most famous golden dog breeds. Golden dog breeds, you said? Yes. All right, so it's got to be a retriever, but where are they from? Nah. I mean, I feel like... It is a retriever. It's golden. Is that German? No, they have shepherds. It's uh, Is it a yellow lab? Golden Retriever. Golden, golden retriever. retriever. Golden Retriever. The home of Golden Retriever. Man, oh, man. Birthplace. The birthplace of the Golden Retriever. Is it somewhere in Europe, I'm guessing? Correct. All right. Is it an English-speaking country? Yeah. So, is it just England? No, not England. All right. English-speaking. Well, well so. Irish setters... They're red and right. they're kind of a lab mix. Is it? They're Irish. Scotland. There you go. All right. Okay. I didn't know golden retrievers are from Scotland. Did you have a? Uh, in, do you have to a, be more specific? It's Inverness, Scotland. Okay. Do you have a? Uh, do you have a family crest? Yes. Yeah, we do too. I know my uh, my we uncle's got one hanging in his house. How uh, how well, long? I, how old were you the first time you saw the family crest? I mean, is it like if I visited any of your relatives, would I find the family crest somewhere in the house? Oh, I've got it at my house, yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel. Typically, they'll put it on a plate or a plaque or something or like Campbell's. that. Or Campbell's. Okay. Yeah, bro, if I had a family crest, they'd be everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it could be just be a picture of a mountain. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Where <laughs> the hills? Ours, Did, ours has a hog's head on it. A hog head. What else is on there? So you got a hog head. Oh, God. There's some uh, some kind of floral design around the hog's head. I don't See, really remember is, specifically. Mine's boring. It's like blue and gold. I guess that's a West Virginia thing. Oh, it does have a hottie on top of it, though. There you go. There's a chick on top. You're probably related to her. Sweet. Problem is, Smith, there's so many of them. I, I was going to say, man, how do you even track it down? I just pick the one I like the best. But now, how does that work for you? Because you had said you believe, anyway, from your German ancestry that it had been Schmidt, right? That is and one of the stories I heard. World and War II happens, World right? II, and they go to Smith. So and they would go to you Smith. still get... A crest? I, I mean, see, I don't know, right? Because my mom's uh, maiden name was Mulvahill. Mulvahill? Yeah. What? What is that? That's, I, that's definitely Irish. That's and Irish. Then, okay. then there's a, there, we got Brogans in our family, so there's okay, pretty yeah, Irish. So pretty Irish stuff. But yeah, I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, look, I'm saying all this. I'm going to be like Castle and be like, oh, you're just English, dude. Hmm. I am from South Africa. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Give us a few clues. We'll try to get your heritage. 206-803-ROCK. That's, that's my Scottish Scottish heritage. Is, is, is that for real? Yeah, that's for real. That's, that's their, cool. That is bad. That's better yeah, than man. mine. So that's our that's our pattern. I believe tartan is what, is what it's yeah, called. Tartan, yeah, tartan. That's correct. our crest. We actually do have a family castle, a castle stalker out there in uh, in uh, Scotland that I went and- is that a dragon? Is, is that a dragon feeding their its young? No, it's a uh, it's a it's crane. Oh, okay. So wait a minute, you have a castle? Oh yeah. Huh? Wait, now how does this work? There's a castle in your family. All right. Yeah. So you go visit Scotland. I didn't get to go see it, unfortunately. Wait. You Why not? went to Scotland, I know. where your family has a castle. Knock on the door, get a soda. The problem is, is that it's it's out in the middle of the water. Hang on, they actually do have a. Have a oh, so it's on here. an island. And the reason why I know this is because my grandmother actually painted this exact scenario, and it has hung in my house ever since. Is anyone living there? I don't believe so. No, I think okay. that thing's Dude, empty. That would be a so, rough life. So how does this work now? So there's a family ca- who. In your family would be charged with maintaining it or being aware I of it. I don't know, to be honest with you. I just know that it's in my. Fa- I think I am way too far off because this is this is a, a, from from Clan Stewart, so, and I have no direct connection. The sea, right? Yeah, no, mm. no, I'm just no, making I hate sure. Dude. What I do, I hate it. Hey, man, you know, just <laughs> Clan Stewart. Yeah. You know who he is, right? I'm hey. a part of a. Okay. You know who he is. No, right? that's my nickname, yeah. Clan Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you know. No, I don't know anybody in my mm-hmm. family with the last name of Stewart, so I don't know. They got, they got a lot of Stuart to get through before they get to me. I but if I'm you, man, I'm researching that like, whoa, we got a castle? And I'm in a clan? Bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a few clues. We'll try to guess your heritage. 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Zach. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. Hola. Positive Friday, man. Yeah, yeah. positive Friday. All right. So, got a couple hints. Um, first one is... When I was a kid, like most other people from this country, um, I had blonde hair and blue eyes. Sweden. <laughs> you are so dang. Bought and done? I'm give you any of my other ones. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Nice work, Listen, listen I'm, I'm going to tell you now, if you start with blonde hair, blue eyes, there's only going to be maybe two or three countries anyone's mm-hmm. going to guess. That, that is a definitive giveaway. What is the, what, what is the national food? Or just a popular food that is Swedish. I know there's meatballs and Swedish all, fish, all those things. But I mean, what, what would it's like? Like we always bring up the pretzel with Germany or schnitzel or whatever. Swedish pa- what? Swedish pancakes? Yeah. What's the uh, staple? Fish. fish. Uh, I did a, a report on it when I was in grade school, and it was fish and dry crackers that they really. Oh like. man, that's you a night are out living of the large. Oh, Sardine right. and a cracker mm-hmm. here, kid. So basically, eat prison up. food. Eat up. <laughs> Damn. Not even cheese. Yeah, they didn't even give cheese with it. Just well, that's, fish and crackers. That's not the uh, that's not the culinary uh, center of the world by it's, any stretch of the imagination. It's really not. I guess it's just too cold to have anything that's tasty. I don't know, man. I mean, like lack like, of seasoning. It, everything's salted. But even like you take England, which notoriously has terrible food, and it's like God, you're on an island. You are surrounded by fish, and even when you get the fish, the only thing you'll do with it is deep fry. Correct. And it's good. Make mm-hmm. no mistake, it's good. But like you, you never thought to do anything different? Just nope. Not well, that is, because you can do a lot of stuff with cod. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a versatile fish. It's right there. It's plentiful. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nah, dude, just deep fry it. And everything okay. else we have is terrible. England is seen more like, instead of taking what's in the ocean, let's just eat root vegetables. You know, or, they love yeah. things like turnips and parsnips and all this but, but typically, even if you make baked beans at home, right, you might start with the, the base from the can sure. as the beginning of it. 
But you'll add things to it. You'll add onions to sure. it. You'll do different beans. You'll cook it for a while. Like, those breakfast beans are just straight out of the can, man. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a- not even, it's just like, <laughs> open the can, pour it on the plate, <laughs> pour it on the toast. Here you go. I'm a can guy. I'm a can guy, too. Well, yeah. yeah. I, but mean, I, mean, I mean, now, in, in our country, there's a lot of different flavors. That, right. Yeah. I mean, like, Bush's baked beans, they do something to them. Correct. So even if you make them, I mean, there's like hickory or, you know, honey or something. They, they, they've done something to the beans, <laughs> not just like, here's canned beans, kid. Canned uh, beans. Yeah. Here's some toast. Yeah. And you're right. Salted cod is a big, that's famous in a lot of countries. Sure. I think it was the, was it the Vikings that taught people how to salt stuff? But I feel like places that are known for their salted fishes don't do anything else well. You know what I mean? They go, oh, dude, salted cod. Like, what else is on? And the you don't need to cure it Nothing. that way. Your whole country is a freezer. <laughs> right. Just put it in three feet of snow, man. It'll be fine. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is. Oh, from his uh, basement dungeon studio bar type thing. It's Ryan Castle. What are you doing? Dude, Tuesdays are the days now that my wife goes into her office finally. So uh, I get the entire place to myself. And I got to tell you, it's just great. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. How many uh, how many solo breaks have you taken? Oh, dude. I mean, I have blisters. <laughs> because, I mean, one thing about uh, being able to get a little... Wait, are uh, we talking about the same thing? Yeah, yeah. One thing about that is is that, uh, you know, with no one in the house, even when you're by yourself, you can be incredibly vocal. A lot of people don't think about that. Are you, know? you vocal when you masturbate? Yeah, like, you know, when the kids are oh, about the house. Oh, yeah! Oh, look at that thing. Yeah, baby. You know? I live alone. I don't think I'm vocal when I do that by myself. Try though. it sometime. I'm going to give it a try next time. Oh, you are the man. <laughs> That way when your neighbors are, I heard you having sex. Like, nah, bro, solo. I had the house to myself. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> so what else do you do when you're by yourself? You guys done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today I do sit and spin with the men's room. I what see. street are you guys on right now? Oh, well, I mean, there's all kinds of streets. We're on uh, Fifth Avenue, I guess, technically. You were on Fifth Avenue. So there's a, uh, a Wallflower song, I believe, called Fifth Avenue Heartache. There is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Probably oh. New York City. Um, what, uh, Marion? Madison, Marion. Marion. Yeah, so you guys are on Marion between Marion and uh, Cherry, I believe, or Columbia mm-hmm. there on Fifth Avenue. So uh, today we're looking at, at streets that you can't visit. You could visit Fifth Avenue. Of course. And hell, all if right. you came outside in front of our building at the right time of day when Miles and Thriller are out there smoking, you could have a Fifth Avenue heartache. Yes, you Get could. Oh, all right. But these kinds are of fixed. Uh, but wouldn't it be cool to live on a street that had a cool name? Even if it's fictional, like, you know, you're on 21, maybe your address is 21 Jump Street. I'm sure you that don't would get be harassed rad. all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be on, uh, you could live on Sesame Street. Now that I would take. I'd be mm-hmm. happy to live on Sesame Street. Would you buy a you house? You could live on Baker Street. Yeah. Well, yes. you know what the thing about Baker Street is, I found out? That is actually a famous street in Sherlock Holmes. Yes. And oh. uh, Jerry Rafferty just wrote a song about a fictional street in Sherlock Holmes's novels. Hey, man, I was on Drury Lane in London. Mm-hmm. Did not realize it. The guy said, well, this is Drury Lane. And I'm like, the mother effing muffin man. He was very Abbey Road is another place you can visit. There yep, you go. Yep, yep. Would you live on Elm Street? I'd live on Elm Street. There's you a lot of Elm Street. only live on Elm Street. Because there's could. a lot of Elm Streets, right, yeah. like Ted said. So they kind of ruined mm-hmm. it for thousands of people across the country. But would you buy a home on Elm Street? I would, depending on the address. It could be a nightmare oh, yeah. scenario. You know, it could be the worst. Like, everything goes wrong with this house. 
Something like that. So my parents almost bought a house when we first moved to Baltimore. It was on John Street. No big deal. But they couldn't get past the fact the address was 1313. And my mother's like, I feel like we're just setting <laughs> ourselves up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. not do it. So today six, we're, six, uh, six. we're going to the world of, uh, of fictional street names with the... Places uh, you can't visit. Yeah, with 10 imaginary street songs. 10, number 10. I mean, I'm assuming there is not a mean street out there somewhere. I'm for sure real. there is somewhere, but I can't imagine people are dying to live there. And people just say that. I grew up on the mean, mean streets. streets. Right. Right. And no one knows yeah. that better than Van Halen. Back in the early days of Facebook, people would be like, school would be like, school of hard knocks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Oh. Recently some... visited your mom. Yeah, some people still do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? It's one of the few schools that's been in business as long as we've been alive. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. These are 10 imaginary street songs on Sit and Spit. Nine, number nine. I already School don't hard knocks mean you just made bad decisions when you were young? Yes. Oh my God, what is this? I don't know what this is. I don't want to live here. Oh, Easy Street. I'm happy to say I don't know this song. Me too. Yeah. Would you move to Easy Street though? For sure. I feel like Easy Street is located not on Disney property, but within a mile and a half. Now, you know what I'm saying? What is this from? Do we know? Is this The Walking Dead? Uh, is this, this is from theme? The Walking Dead, yeah. Okay. All Don't right. you think of zombies and then imagine this kind of music? Yeah. It actually works for that type of show, I think. <laughs> nah, it's the it's the contrast they're going for. Exactly. Yes. I mean, you think about the Walking Dead world that you live in. There's no traffic. There's no there's no line at the you grocery store. That is true. All, right, all the yeah. money you want. Way, way, way to be positive, Mike. You know, this apocalypse is terrible, you know, what with all the zombies and stuff. But look, no traffic. I can walk into any store I want. I feel like I feel like I'd have to tell people, like, you're right. I live on Easy Street. I'm not afraid to hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, damn. These are 10 imaginary streets. That's when Easy Street turns into Mean Street. <laughs> You know, I wonder if somewhere in the Carolinas there isn't a road called Tobacco Road. There has to be, especially like in Virginia, but North right. Carolina. Be located like, like on yeah. the factory grounds. Yeah, it intersects with R.J. Reynolds Boulevard. Right, exactly. <laughs> Castle. I was going to a formal at Wake Forest University. Right, so I'm in the back seat. My uh, my brother and his now wife are in the front seat. She went to Wake Forest. So you grow up watching college basketball. You always hear about Tobacco Road. Yeah, we're driving through the Carolinas, and I say, Hey, Amy. When do we actually get on Tobacco Road? And they start dying laughing. Yeah. There's no Tobacco oh, no. Road. Yeah. It'd be great if they did cancer research there. Yeah, I, I got to see my doctor. He's not on Tobacco Road. These are 10 imaginary street songs on Sentence Pit. Seven, number seven. Do you remember me? Oh, the see, I, I think Easy Street is the street of dreams. Depends what you dream about, man. God, I don't remember this song. This was mid-80s Rainbow. Well, there is actually a Hershey yeah. Highway. There is. There really is. There's a Hershey Highway. <laughs> Goes right yes, into the is. park. <laughs> yeah, just go up there, man. Take a ride on Hershey Highway. I mean, they have big signs letting you know. Seriously, we were there around Thanksgiving, and as we're driving north through Pennsylvania, there's the sign that say, you know, two miles the Hershey Highway. I'm, I'm not like, into that, man. No way. <laughs> Actually, uh, there's a r- couple of couple of milk stands and a lemonade stand around the corner. You like the said I took a road trip earlier this weekend in uh, Yakima. There is a Old Town Road. 
Excellent. Mm-hmm. Throw the horses here. These are our 10 imaginary street songs on Sit and Spin. Sit's number six. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams. I think they just call that the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I was going to say, yeah, that's not a big... Uh, Hollywood Boulevard. You know what it is? Yeah. I think in Seattle, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is Aurora Avenue. Yeah. Oh. Well, it depends on what you're dreaming about. Well, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it depends on if you're working there, yeah, if you're right. visiting. Right. Yeah, sex in a truck, I'm dreaming of that. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> These are 10 imaginary street songs. It's the Lowe's and the Jack in the Box right afterwards. <laughs> so convenient. After when you want to pack up yeah. the old family truckster and the fam and hit the road. It seems like this should be in like Southern California or Florida. Yeah. Holiday if the song was all peppy like this. I, I think the rest of the people song. in Fleetwood Mac heard this song and went, Lindsay, what are you doing? This is why you wanted to go solo? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to do songs for Chevy Chase movies? All right. Yeah. <laughs> These are 10 imaginary street songs on Sid and Spin. I'm going to Fascination Street. Because you're going to be fascinated. It doesn't mean it's going to be... Like, look, if I go to the 7-Eleven on 3rd Avenue, fascinating. I hate it, mm-hmm. but fascinating. Go to Aurora Avenue, fascinating. That's like hooker with a penis. Now that is fascinating. Fascinating. But Any street like a... can be fascinating street if you take acid before you walk down it. Thank you. I was just about to say, it sounds like a street you'd make up at a festival. <laughs> you're right. Yep. We're over on Fascination Street. Fascination Street. Cool, man. What goes on over there? Like, we blow bubbles. Just find Terry. <laughs> Terry's got everything. Terry. Terry. Back it up, Terry. Ten street songs on Set and Spin. number three. This is no longer the preferred nomenclature. Uh, it no, it's not. Cinderella. It's Roma. Roma Avenue. Now. Roma Avenue. Yes. They've updated. Right. Then we'll take it higher. Shouldn't even say that word. I know. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, but he said the Gypsy Road will take him home. So, in theory, either he lives on Gypsy Road or he lives mm-hmm. just off of Gypsy Road. I think he just doesn't care where he ends up. See, I feel like he's talking to the Uber driver. <laughs> he's telling oh, him, hey, man. Oh, you just not. Well, okay. Wait, we know that, 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 that term is not kosher, right? Yeah. But does the moth get a pass? The moth? Yeah. Oh, the gypsy moth? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think it needs to be renamed. Yep. Wait for it. Start the petition. There you go. These are 10 yeah. imaginary street songs on Sit and Spin. Two, number two. I think some people might argue that they take the highway to hell every day they have to commute to work. Well, now, technically, isn't there a place like Hell, Montana, or there's a hell somewhere? There's a hell in California, I think. Okay, so there you go. If you take the highway to Hell, California, if that's where it you is. You are on the highway to hell. You're on the highway to hell. So yeah. it's probably like I-70. <laughs> right. I mean, but, when really, you, like, look. but when you leave, you're on the highway out of hell. They don't really have a term for that, do they? No. Maybe it's a bad out of hell. Oh, oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, Be yeah. the bad out of hell. Yeah, so we got to find out where hell is, find out the uh, interstate that goes there, and that is officially the highway to hell. Yeah, hell is uh, in Riverside County, California. These are 10. Oh, Riverside County? That sounds like hell. Mm. These are That's why they call it hell, because the <laughs> average temperature in July is 118 degrees. Damn. <laughs> These are 10 imaginary street songs we made. It's number one. One, number one. You're 
I would visit Electric Avenue, too. I would, too. Yeah. If everyone sounds yeah, like this, right. I'm going. You're going to stay. The problem is you're not going to go to bed till like 3.30. I have a feeling that that's, that's what okay. Electric Avenue is all about, you know? But it's a good sign. <laughs> exactly right. And they, don't, and they don't serve food because no one's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just eating those imaginary sandwiches. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate it. There you go on Sit and Spin. Coming up, we'll drink a toast with a shot of the day. You are listening to The Men's Room. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. One-time emergency services were called because blank happened. 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Ben. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, can you guys hear me? Hola. Yes, we can. We got you. Wow. I feel so uh, happy. This is my first time actually speaking to you guys. I've been listening to you guys ever since I was a little baby. Oh, <laughs> thanks. That makes us feel great. A little baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Don't worry. Old age makes you guys sweeter. Sure. Don't worry about sure. it. Sure. More bitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically... The story didn't happen to me, but um, it happened to one of my buddies who was stay, uh, who was visiting at my house, and they unfortunately got into my weed. And basically, this guy, he was like a virgin when it came to weed, but he knew how to smoke it. And smoked it, smoked the whole bowl for himself to the point where he started panicking. And when he started panicking, this guy thought that he could fly off the second uh, floor um what you may call it, apartment, balcony, or whatever you want Uh-oh. to call it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my crewmates, they have to, they had to stop him and try to calm him down. But unfortunately, I wasn't there to alleviate everything. Um, I say crewmates because we all break. We're all like B-boys. We break dances. Oh, okay. Like that. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> the ending result of that night, the fire department came through because they called them. And as soon as they came through, they apparently, from what they, what my crew told me, they said the fire department already knew like what was going on, <laughs> the suspicion of him being way too stoned. 
And my buddy, who was way too stoned, he ended up blurting out like, oh, uh, just letting you guys know, uh, I have guns and ammo here. Oh, oh no. no. Golly. And your crew went, thanks. Thanks a lot. I said, and your crew that said, thanks. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> um, so, luckily, the fire department was really, really nice and everything like that. No no police ever came through or anything like that. I ended up coming home because I was taking the bus from work from Seattle to Kent. And, yeah, just basically later throughout the night, I was able to calm him down from his, like, panic attack and all of that. Whatever insecurities he had going on, I don't know what was going on. Well, you kept him away from the weed after that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but definitely. it's not for you, man. Right. That's it. Hopefully he went, I'm never doing that again. I, oh, no. I do remember some, Leon and I just getting really stoned. And we both smoked before, but for whatever reason, you know, sometimes you end up sinking with someone else's high. So I mentioned to Leon, I'm, he's playing Excited Bike. So I mean, he's sitting kind of in front of me playing Excited Bike on Nintendo. I'm sitting behind him on the sofa, and I'm like, man, I swear to God, if I don't consciously think to breathe, I stop breathing. And he's like, dude, why did you say that, man? Now I'm thinking, so we're both sitting there like, right, it's, it's, it's a stupid thing. So he's like, he's trying to ignore me and just get back to Excited Bike. I, I've never seen this in Excited Bike before. He was going so slow. Just He's stoned, but he's playing it. But the bike went so slow that the rider itself gets off, folds its arms, and taps its foot at you. Yeah. We had never seen that. Because he's not trying to go slow. In his mind, this bike is flying. It's like, why does he keep doing that? I'm like, because you're going too slow. He's like, the goddamn game, the guy gets off. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know, man. But I'm oh, yeah. He keeps, he's pissed. I never <laughs> noticed that. That's a, I mean, it was... He got, it was he a got, long, he funny got shunned night. by a video. He got game. shunned by the, like he's going so slow. The rider physically gets off the bike, folds its arms, faces the screen, and starts tapping its. Foot. And if you're high too, that's just not going to do well for no. you. Well, no. we didn't know that it could do that. Right? So we're like, what is going on, man? He is pissed. That thing's such. A- yeah, if you crash too much, right? I hate getting crash. Yeah, right, because, I mean, I played that game as a kid. He was always pissy with me. Yeah, yeah. One-time emergency services were called because blank happened. 206-803-ROCK. I've also been there where I thought CeeLo pointed at us in a music video. In the video. Correct. Okay. So we were like, this is insanity. <laughs> so we, I don't know how we found the video again. And like, yeah, he just points at the right. screen. But at the time, same thing. Like, me and whoa. somebody else were like, oh, man, he just pointed at us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Hello, Trey. Welcome to the men's room. Hola! Hola! <laughs> man, long time listener, first time caller. Welcome to the show, man. We appreciate uh, it. Hey, no doubt, no doubt. I want to tell you guys about a time uh, me and my twin brother were uh, stuck at home on house arrest and on probation. So uh, we ended up uh, getting in some trouble at school over marijuana. Ended up uh, on probation together, and uh, he had his uh, had his girlfriend go to the go to the little you know the little Chinese smoke shops where they have you know spice and salvia and stuff like that. We got some we got some spice and uh, created one of those gravity bongs with it. And uh, had you ever done you spice know? before? Never. Okay, that explains Never. the gravity bong. All right. But also, like, that stuff, when it first came out, it was like, dude, it's just like weed. It's you just didn't legal. Know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. It kind of <laughs> looked a little bit like it, but not even close. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. I like this guy. Sucker. Mother. And. 
please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. I right, no more f bombs there, Trey, but we feel you. Jeez Louise, Jeez yeah. Louise. There you go. <laughs> oh man, that's so natural. Um, so anywho, uh, we uh, we begin uh, we begin our session. We're hanging out, and I take a couple huge rips out out the lung. I pass to him. You know, I'm giving him the same stuff I'm getting. I'm taking a little. I'm taking him a little bit heavier. But uh, you know, about the third rotation comes in, and he's like, you know what? I'm all right. I'm gonna go upstairs for a little bit. I'm like, this is perfectly fine. I'm on the phone. I'm talking to my girlfriend. Uh, he goes inside, and it's no more than 30 seconds after that, I hear a loud thud. Boom, boom. I was like, whoa. What the heck was that? I come upstairs, and there he is. Lo and behold, flailed out all over the floor. Just like, just he can't move his arms or legs or nothing. Just like, call the hospital. My mom's a registered nurse. She's not. She's no more than five minutes down the street at her homegirl's house having a little drink night. Do not call her. Nothing for her to come home. <laughs> you did not call her, I, I did you? I offered to call her. Yeah. Was he okay? I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was perfectly fine. He All was right. perfectly fine. He was just stoned. <laughs> he was just really stoned. <laughs> I have no... Was, uh, yeah. I have no urge to try spice, right? I just don't like synthetic stuff. But what is that high like? Um, have you ever tried uh, whippets? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's like an extended. It's a prolonged version of whippets. <laughs> okay, right. I think whippets I last I, just I, the right amount I, of time. I, I never have a bad time with whippets, though. Those those are one of the things where I'm like, when I, when I have done them lately, I'm like, that's not bad. That's kind of fun. A couple minutes. It's like it's like a, if you if you try whippets and then smoke your first cigarette, <laughs> that, that super heavy <laughs> feeling you get. Yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine like ten minutes of that. No, no that's what I'm saying. Like I don't mind whippets because it's it's a quick thing. You know what I mean? But like if you told me, no, oh, it's like being on whippets for an hour and a half. Like nope, 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 nope. I don't need that. You'd be out of your mind. You would be like weed. I like because it lasts forever. Yeah, but you're not you're not going crazy. No. You know, just kind of subdued and chill. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat. And potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of The Men's Room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef of the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Everybody's excited. You got the Super Bowl coming up, as I like to call it, the uh, kind of unofficial holiday here in the United States. For sure. For sure. And like, look, I talked about it on the podcast. Like, this is the uh, new episode out. This is the last time, basically, like dip season for me ends after Sunday. Look, when does it start? When does dip, like holidays? It's it's a rough estimate. It Let's say. Beginning of football season? Well, yeah. I mean, like, look, if somebody throws a party in July and they specifically ask for it, I'll whip one up. <laughs> but generally, yeah, foot dip season starts sometime when college football is on. I would agree. All right. You're yeah. right. I, I like it Fourth like, of July. Good dip as well. Yeah, you get Fourth of July as a, as a kind of a one-off, but you're right. Like, during March Madness, I'm not feeling dippy. Maybe wings. Dip responsibly. Right. Yeah, and you're right. Like... I don't know why. March Madness is different. Still a lot of sports watching. Tons of sports, right. But that seems more like just order a pizza and call it a day. As opposed to like yeah. football, it's like, hey, it's a Sunday. Everybody's coming over. Miles is bringing his artichoke dip. Thrill's 
wife not. is going to make something awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, was about. I was like, adjusted. Mike's coming through with something scrumptious. He'll pop by Costco and get it for it us. It won't look good, but it'll taste good. Yeah. That That's, seems to be Mike's general thing. Like, this looks terrible, but it tastes good. Like your cheesecake. Sad looking cheesecake, but tasted great. So that that's what I like about the Super Bowl. And again, you know, if you don't you don't have to like football, right? Half the people that watch Super Bowl could care less. Mm-hmm. My friends last year hosted a party. They don't even watch sports. <laughs> I had to call them two weeks ago to remind them it was coming up. And are they throwing the party? They're not. Ah, okay. But they they were completely caught off guard. I said, Are you guys hosting again? And they were like, Why do you ask? Like Super Bowl's in two weeks. Oh, <laughs> so here's some fun little stats. Uh let's see. Uh Basically, a new poll found that uh, half of us would rather see our team lose on Super Bowl Sunday than run out of snacks mid-game. Now, that's a tough one. It was 51%. Yeah, that, I, I can't even believe it's that high. I mean, and listen, just, I love snacks. I love football food. But if it's a choice between seeing the Seahawks win and having any snacks, I think the Seahawks well, win. I think I'll the take food. the win every yeah, time. Because you get so emotionally invested in your team. Now they've made it to the biggest spectacle that there is right. in the sport. And to, you just get bragging rights forever. It's like winning an Academy Award for the rest of your life. You're now Oscar winner so-and-so. I enjoy Correct. watching the game, and the, everything else is bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when do you think is the best time to go to get snacks? Uh, not shocking. Uh, 62% said during the commercials. The Super Bowl is one of those weird football games, so where like some people, well, I know some people that only watch the commercials, so mm-hmm. they'll go get snacks during the game. I always suggest to people, like, Try to have the snack somewhere around the TV. Agreed, man. Agreed. I, I, I get a snack every time I walk by them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one in four people say Super Bowl parties should start early, around lunchtime, uh, several hours before the game starts. And I think that's good. You need a couple hours to prime up. Mm-hmm. You do. We got, uh, but it depends where you live, right? So on the East Coast, I get it because the game starts at about 6.30-ish. Yeah, it'd you know be what like I'm saying? On the start. West Coast, which I'm much happier that the game starts so much earlier, like, you get here about 2. Yeah. I would say if I was hosted something, I'd say like one thirty. Okay, but, I mean, the coverage that, will be on. Yep. With that said, I mean, well, Puppy Bowl will be on. With that said, though, I'll <laughs> crack a beverage by noon. <laughs> uh, they, I like this that if you don't want to talk football, talk snacks instead. Fifty nine percent they've used it as an icebreaker. Uh, just don't get too mad about it. Thirty percent of us have gotten into a snack related argument. Huh. What? That's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the only way I can see that happening is if you know there's one chicken wing left and we're we're going to duke it out. But otherwise, I can't imagine what, getting like in flats an argument. and drummies. <laughs> right. Like. I mean, I'm picturing a group of guys in their early 20s. All right. You're still kind of in that phase, and it's like you're talking about what's the greatest single chip that chip stands alone, and then it just spirals out of control. Right, because somebody that's smart is going to say the ruffles, cheddar, and sour cream. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That somebody's going to go, oh, the nacho cheese Dorito, and then before you realize it, you're wrestling on the floor. And then you have one guy who brings up some obscure chip that no one else has heard of. I can't believe you don't do the Zatarakas. Covered in dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now let's talk about the most party or most popular Super Bowl party foods. Uh, I think you've seen this list. Do you know what number one is? Chicken wings. Pizza. Meatballs. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Uh, someone looked at Google data and compiled uh, a list of the most popular grub for Super Bowl parties, and somehow they found out the top choice is meatballs. I will say. Huh. Like, I've known, I, I used to know a family, they were famous where I grew up because they threw awesome parties, right? They had a pool in the backyard, but whenever you went to their house, whatever the party was, July 4th, Christmas party, they always had a crock pot full of meatballs All right. and a crock pot full of nacho cheese, and they had those little boats. You know, yeah, like you get yeah, yeah. like appetizers no. at, a, at a restaurant in, and that was always a thing, like go in there and get meatballs, and meatballs are easy. Like, I, I always have them at Christmas Eve when I have people over, and, and just walk by. 
get yourself a ball. You supply the uh, toothpicks? Is that the uh, standard? I do. Okay. That's a nice touch, man. It is. It is. Also, like, listen, not saying from experience, but I will say it from experience. If you have a good glaze on your meatballs, Mm -hmm. which I do, I stole a recipe. Also, don't be afraid. Throw some little Smokies in there, man. All right. Get wild. I mean, if you're toothpicking, go ahead and toothpick. Uh, Next up are the rest of the list in the top 10. These are the uh, most popular Super Bowl party snacks. Guacamole. Really? Hmm. Yep. That's a weird one. Because it goes it, it goes bad so fast when it that, stays That's out. my problem with guacamole. Right. right. I mean, you can only set it out for so long. So you really have to time that out. That's very true. Uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours actually makes very good homemade guacamole. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you start digging into it. But okay. I think guacamole is good, too, because, like, some, and look, some people are going to show up. They might not eat meat. You know, we're still right after the first of the year. Maybe they're watching their health or whatever. But, like, I feel like everybody, if you like guacamole, will eat guacamole. Uh, after that, you have uh, chips and salsa. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tater tots make the list. Really? I've never had tater tots at a Super Bowl party. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. I've never, had, I've never had fried potatoes before. It's not like something someone does. Right. Like whip out the deep fryer, make French fries, make you know onion rings. But I like this idea. I, I don't think it's a bad idea because you can throw them in the oven. Well, and I'm with you because you have so many chips and stuff. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't make any at Christmas. I like. I'm thinking about. I'm. I might show up at a party this year with uh, tater tot casserole. Yeah, I was going to ask you making mm-hmm. a casserole. Yeah, yeah, that thing is so good. <laughs> uh, chili makes the list. Now I have done this okay. before with friends because you got to keep in mind too is that like a lot of people aren't going to go to a party or go to a bar. Like you might just be sitting at the house with with your family. I I know my brother. That's his thing. Like the, you know, if his kids are in town or whatever. He just makes a big pot of his chili, and they sit there and watch the game. That sounds like a great chips, idea. Yeah, chips, other stuff. But You're right, chili's pretty versatile. Yeah, and if you got Fritos laying around, man, put them on the bottom of that mm-hmm. bowl and put the chili in there. Next up, for Miles to Throw, you got the buffalo wings. All right. Thank God. Yeah, I'm with you. Last year, I was involved in a wing-off. I was a judge. It was phenomenal. That's right. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, it was really good. And you're right. I said pizza has to be there, but wings generally show up. Yeah, for sure. And I want to say, I don't have the statistic in front of me. But I know this week is like one of the most busiest or popular weeks for uh, selling chicken wings, period. It's got to be, man. Speaking of chicken wings, uh, the buffalo uh, chicken dip, this is the only time I've ever seen it. I've been to a lot of different parties, but this is that dip's day. Absolutely. Uh, Hummus makes the list. Which is good. I love hummus. You could you get and also like look, hummus, I guess if you're eating a small quantity, it's not bad for you. But also it's Super Bowl Sunday. Dip a Dorito in there. Go wild. Yeah, I mean Super Bowl Sunday, it's like right, it, everything becomes a dip. Uh nachos make the list. All right. Uh spinach and artichoke dip, which I, and people love it. I know. I know. That that hot one uh used to bring that Miles would bring over. That was mm-hmm. a very good dip. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then one, the classic, pigs in a blanket. Really? Hmm. I don't, uh, you know, I've seen it at a Super Bowl party. Like a but whole hot dog or like the little Smokies? No, no, no. Pigs in a blanket should be just a little Smokie. Yeah. All right. If you're eating a whole hot dog and a Crescent, I don't know which. You're not <laughs> wrong. You I, I just remember getting those at cafeteria at yeah. lunch. And yeah, to me, pigs in a blanket should always be small. And, and, and here's the other thing, too. Because it happened one year at my house. Somebody made pigs in a blanket. Uh, pro-choice. You can slide a little uh, piece of uh, beachers inside that blanket. Ooh, okay. Which all is right. Delicious. And people are always like, oh, I don't know if I like pigs in a blanket. As soon as I come out of the oven, people want to eat They're all. Yes, you do. Just know that. With mustard. Uh, pizza didn't make the cut. Uh, it's probably because a lot of people eat finger foods and snacks. Seventy percent of people said they eat mainly appetizers on Super Bowl Sunday, and I kind of like this. Seventy-four percent of people said they make their own food for the game rather than ordering, and that is 
True. It's, it's a tough order day. It, it is a really you, tough you, order you day. Have your stuff right? Everything's going to take forever. But yeah, it seems like people kind of want to show off a little bit on Super Bowl Sunday. I was going to gold belly it and uh, too late. Too yeah. many orders for this time at this. Oh, event. really? Should have ordered it weeks ago. Well, the other thing, too, is like when you're talking meatballs or, you know what I mean, pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Like, look, you could go buy frozen pigs in a blanket, and I've done it, but they taste better when you sit there and they hand really roll do. them and everything. Mm. And same, same with meatballs, right? And like, like, it's not like I'm hand rolling meatballs. I'm going to buy frozen ones, <laughs> make the sauce, and put them in the crock pot. By the way, uh, Suzanne wants to know if you're willing to show, share your ball glaze, as it were, for your meatballs. And uh, someone else says, this is the, the, the expert tip here, leave the avocado pit in the guacamole. It keeps longer before turning brown. Mm, not a bad idea. Yeah, we've heard that in our kitchen. We deemed it false. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Suzanne, honestly, if you want it, it's an old school recipe. You can use grape jelly if you like. I, uh, any, I Any kind of jelly, probably. Right, just Heinz 57 sauce. Or their chili sauce. Heinz chili sauce, not 57. Okay. You get a couple jars of that. Uh, I use an apricot jelly or marmalade you throw a couple jars of that three of the uh chili sauce one jar of the apricot you could use grape jelly mix it all in there with the frozen meatballs set it on low for like six hours mm-hmm. that's it. good to go set it yeah. and forget it and, and trust me if you grew up knowing that flavor i don't know if it's a catholic thing an east coast thing like this you'll be like oh i remember this from being a kid <laughs> thank you head chef we appreciate it you are listening to the men's room is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Scott, sober, not sober. I'm sober. All right, Scott, welcome to Big Dummy. Our men's room poll. Your face is going to be on what? Stool softener, hemorrhoid cream, toilet paper, or a toilet plunger? Well, since my wife always says I'm a pain in the ass, hemorrhoid cream. Hemorrhoid cream. All right. She's the only one like that says it. it? <laughs> if it is, then that's a her problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody calls you a pain in the ass, and that's a, tr- that's yeah. a problem. Then problem. you kind of suck, right? All right, Scott, here's your question. In what year did the Mayflower transport the first English Puritans to the New World? Uh, was that 1492? That was Columbus. Oh, 1637? 1620. 1620. All right. 1620. All right. What word did Beyonce define as beautiful, bountiful, and bounceable? Oh, God. Um, uh, Uranus. <laughs> Not a bad guess. Booty- what, is it, what is the clue? Oh, bootylicious. Bootylicious. Yeah, beautiful, mm-hmm. bountiful, and bounceable. Oh, that's right. She left out Booga Yeah. Badass. Right. <laughs> what is the name of the town where the Sons of Anar- Anarchy have their motorcycle club? Oh, 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 and I watched that too. Come on. <laughs> I know. I can see the cut. Red Redwood Original, but that's not the name of the town. Nope. No, I don't. I can't remember. It would be basically the opposite of how it your is. wife describes you. Right. Pleasantville? 
No, it's it's well, like you're, you're, one syllable. It means like syllables. calm. It starts with a P. Starts with C. Starts with a C. Oh. Charming California. Charming. 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 Dang. Question number four, Scott. Question number four. What was Sunday, January 30th, 1972, remembered as in Ireland? January 30th, 1972. Mm-hmm. Also a song title. It is. It was not a good day. Uh, no, no. You two sang about it. That's yeah, correct. There you go. Oh, geez. I am drawing a blank. Um, British soldiers shot 26 unarmed protesters. Or you could do it at brunch. I mean, if you know that you two sang about it, come on, man. It's- I'm trying to sing it in my mind. It's not coming up. He couldn't believe the news today. <laughs> I don't know. Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Bloody. Bloody hell. Sunday, bloody Sunday. It's the day of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, your question. It's multiple choice. Which food's shape is a hyperbolic paraboloid? Which food's shape is a hyperbolic paraboloid? Is it? For fall pasta, also known as bow tie pasta, shells, as in pasta shells, Pringles potato chips, or eggplant. So basically, bow tie pasta, pasta shells, Pringles potato chips, or an eggplant, which is in the shape of a uh, hyperbolic paraboloid. Let's go with eggplant. Bow tie? Pringles. Oh, Pringles. That is the shape. Hmm. Now you know. Let me down. Bring that up the next time someone opens Pringles and watch them not offer you any. Hand me a hyperbolic paraboloid. Just say Pringles, Gary. <laughs> what flavor is this hyperbolic <laughs> paraboloid? Hopefully cheddar. Paraboloid. Like me, a pizza-flavored hyperbolic paraboloid. Not about, you know what? I just like the original hyperbolic paraboloid. Yeah. Nothing I'm wrong with it. I'm a sour cream and onion guy. Okay. All right, what artist made history in 2020 as the youngest winner of the Grammy's four main cat- categories? That'd be best new artist Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year, all at age 18. What year? 2020. Hmm. Oh, jeez. I can see her face. Yeah. I know. I I can see her face. Um, She always wore baggy clothes. That is correct. Um, You're thinking of the exact right person. (laughs) She's not bad. I know. I know. And I don't listen to her, so I can't remember her name. Just she has a, a male-leaning first name, kind of like Stevie Nicks. Or, along just the think way. about those ocean eyes. I can't bring it up. <laughs> Billie Eilish. Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. Question number seven. Question number seven for Please. you. What musical instrument does Jack steal from the beanstalk giant? Guitar. A flute. Harp. 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 I can be honest with you, man. I, I just wouldn't steal a harp. No? I don't really enjoy the sound of it. I mean, there's a lot of things I would steal from a giant, but a harp, like, I'm not... I'm, what if I'm you could rip on it like a guitar? I've just never heard anyone do Like, I've seen harp player. Every time I see a harp player, it's generally in a place I don't want to be. Oh, yeah, like a wedding? Saying, like it, well, it's a wedding. It, it's just something where you have to be dressed up. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to be here. And then you add a heart player, and they never play stuff that I enjoy. Ever. Like, is there a cool song that's ever been played on harp? That's all I'm asking. Yeah, there was a couple harp uh, uh, harp players that did one by Metallica. Really? Yeah. I was gonna say I've seen I've seen like real songs done on the harp. Okay, but well, now you're speaking my language. See if you can find that. But that is very specific harping. Uh, uh, harping. Yeah. Harping. <laughs> all right, Scott. Your question: What two boxing and UFC weight classifications are named for animals? Lightweight and welterweight. I no idea. Well, flyweight's one, right? Flyweight is one. Bantam. 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 Bantam is a small but aggressive chicken breed. Ooh. I can grill that up. Yeah, Ted and I had this conversation last week. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And That's how I know like, it. What is a Bantam like? Hang on, I don't know. <laughs> question number nine, Scott. All right, question mm. number nine. What North American animal is also known as a prairie wolf or a brush wolf? North American animal. Mm -hmm. A prairie wolf or a bush, brush wolf. Bush wolf. Yeah, ladies. Fox. Let's say coyote. Coyote. Question 10. Welcome to Double Digits. Was this one on (laughs) Harvard? Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Never been this far before. See, See, I don't like it. I'm sorry. No, I just, the heart, man. It just doesn't work for him. See these two rocking out, you're not going to like this. But that leads to a guy on a text line that says, Has anyone ever seen a male harp player? Uh, I don't think I ever have. I don't think so either. All right, Scott, here's your question. Multiple choice. In what year did Charles Lindbergh make his historic nonstop solo flight across the Atlantic? 1924, 25, 26, or 27? 27. All right, there you go. There you, go. you saved it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Man, I thought you were going to make a run for Dan. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. I can't even manage to drink it time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink task and see the throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast the fine detective work of the zookeepers at a small zoo in Japan. Now, the zookeepers, they've been trying to figure out how a small 10-pound ape named Momo got pregnant. Because keep in mind, Ted, she's in isolation. But she got pregnant mm-hmm. a few years ago. She's the type of ape called a white-handed gibbon, which I don't know why. I feel like if you call it a person, that that's something positive. Anyway, they obviously pieced together. This was not a virgin birth. She is not the Virgin Mary. She's a freaking monkey. But the only males nearby were in their own cages, and they couldn't access her. Or so they thought. The zoo recently DNA tested the baby and found out the father was an ape in the cage next door. And that's when they figured out that the two of them got it on through a small glory hole in a wall. Now, here's the sample. Yeah. Less than a centimeter wide. Now, look, I don't know much about uh, gibbon anatomy, but if you can fit your penis. That's amazing. And you're a primate, right? You're not an insect. You're a primate. The, the hole is one centimeter wide. Anyway, 
Mere girl. There's a small holding area between the cages that both of them took turns occupying. And the wall of Momo's side had the hole in it. So they realized when she was feeling frisky, basically she'd throw her ass up against the hole. And homeboy on the other side's like, all right, it's go time. They don't know how long they've been doing it, but that's what they did. By the way, the dad, 36-year-old agile Gibbon, different type of ape, but they can still mate. So zookeepers, and this is where I think the male, the male apes can be upset. <laughs> and track with me, guys. It says zookeepers are now planning to move him in with Momo so they can be all big, oh, one big all nice. He's probably like, nice. ah, I think he's probably like, nah, dude, that, that was not part of the plan, man. Don't I just need to be big to get the job done. Hey, man, one centimeter, I'm in there. Oh. <laughs> How do you think they coordinated that? They got it. It doesn't matter. They got yeah. it done. I mean, they got it done. They got it done. Yeah. Hey, hey, and, hey. and they have a child. You, I understand what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, my God. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 